Hey everyone, Joe here from Modern Heathen Man. I hope I'm meeting you well today. I hope your day has been um, shaping up to be good. Hope you've had a chance to do some meditation and some great prayer and thoughts today. Happy Thor's Day. Um, let's honor Thor today and do some things for him. Um, I wanted to come to you today because it's been a while since I actually did a, bod a podcast. Um, this one isn't going to be very long. It's just going to be a short one. I, again, am at my favorite place for meditation and for just relaxing, enjoying myself for the day. I'm here at the um, the lake that's close to my house and just really enjoying the day. And I was given a really great treat today. and It was really cool. Um, on my way here, traveling down the road. Um, I passed the first entrance, and I usually go to the second instead of the lake here. But the first entrance between there and the second is probably about a quarter of a mile stretch with some woods on one side and on the other side some thick uh, brush. As I was traveling down, I saw a coyote begin to cross the road. And at first she was kind of hesitant, so I began to slow down. I didn't want to hit her. And as I did, I came to a full and complete stop. She crossed the road about halfway, stood there, turned around and looked at the brush, and out pops four of her cubs, all four of them. She made sure were there. She then looked at me, looked at the brush across the road, and darted into it quickly, and her pups did the same thing. It was really cool. It was a really nice sight. I mean, I got a really good look at her for a while. She didn't realize I was there, I don't think, or she was too engrossed in something else to even know I was there. But I got a really good look at her. I got a really good treat to see her four pups. And I mean, here they consider them kind of a nuisance animal, but it's still a nice encounter to uh, see them and to get a chance to look at them and watch them in their, their nature and see them just being themselves and crossing a road. It was really cool. Anyway, the other treat I got today was while sitting here and contemplating and doing my stuff I do in the morning with my prayer and my contemplation. They have these old wooden fences that sit in front of me and they go between me and the actual lake and while sitting here a crow landed on one just sat there and kind of just hung out with me for a while while I did my meditation this morning and to me that was kind of unique because there's not many animals that come that close to people especially you know where i am there's a small little city here we're at a lake where a lot of people go so they tend not to be um too happy of people if you will so anyway that was my morning so far and i thought that was really cool so what i wanted to talk a little bit about today though is unification and i know that's a really bad word when it comes to heathenry. Unification is one of the scariest things that most heathens have. Um, a lot of things we can't agree on as heathens, so how are we gonna unify? But I wanted to talk a little bit about recognition of Gothar training. I have, for the last year, been working on a really in-depth Gothar training program. A program that will teach you to be a Gothar that will drive you to excellence that will really push and teach the knowledge that is the basis for our religion. Now, when I say these things, most people think, you know, oh, well, you know, 
it's a solitary path and we've talked about this before a couple times where when I first came to heathenry I was taught it was a solitary path and then I came to find that it really wasn't a solitary path we continue to strive to be recognized in all facets of things that we want we want to be seen as a true religion we want to be seen as a viable choice for people but the true and reality is that we have no Hoffs in the United States to speak of other than a few. I mean, they're usually pretty far from people. We don't have a program that creates trained and knowledgeable Gothar that people could trust to know the things you know. Now, each of our kindreds have their Gothar and, you know, the Gothi uh, and some other people that do the things that they do. But they're not trained for that. You know, we look at the Christian world and we see how they have lay ministers, people that are working on becoming ministers. We see how they have actual reverends and pastors and whatever you want to call their title, cardinals and bishops and everything else. And those titles are recognized as ecclesiastical titles, but they're also recognized as educational titles. So if I come up to you and say, you know, do you know who Dr. Martin Luther King is? You know, you're not going to say, oh yeah, he wrote me a script last week for a medication. No, because he's not that type of doctor, but he is a doctor in religion or religious studies. But specifically in Christian religious studies. So that title followed him and made him what he was, a doctor, in fact, of religion. Now, the question is, we really don't have anybody like that at all in the whole heathen progression. And you might say, oh, well, you know, we're a little different. Each one's different. Well, I understand that, but each of the Christian churches is different as well. I mean, you go from a Lutheran church to a Episcopalian church, they're kind of the same. But if you go from an Episcopalian church to a Pentecostal church, you're talking a vast difference. Yet they're both considered reverends they're both considered pastors they're both considered fathers of their congregation and they're revered as such by society because they have a piece of paper that says that they went through a program that taught them the basics of what needed to be taught for religion and then they went in a more pinpointed path toward the religion that they were at so, when I say that, what I mean is things like, how do we read the runes? What are they called? There's a bunch of different names for runes. I mean, if I told you Othel, you know, there's a bunch of different names for that. There might be three or four different names for that. Um, Seigel, Sawilo, and, you know, all these other ones that have different names for them. And... We have to begin to unify and know that those names are those names, but we have to have one specific name for them in the basis, you know? The other thing is bloating. Is There's a basic way to bloat. I mean, we have the altar, we have the pieces on the altar, which could change on them, but definitely you want a horn there. You want an offering bowl, an oath ring, and something to sacrifice, you know, whether it be meat or something else. The basis is there. The, the hammer that you're going to howl the hall with is a basic piece. These are all things that are basic that we could teach. And then you can be more focused on your style of heathenry after that. So 
unification in the modern world is necessary, especially for modern heathens, because we continually want to be recognized. We continually strive to be recognized. You know, number one, by the military. Number two, by any other group saying that, oh, my religious preference is heathenry. And people are like, well, what's that? Isn't that just a person who's not a Christian? And you're like, no, it's a whole other religion. So we need to start to understand that if we do not unify and we do not come together to make one specific thing and begin to, to make trained Gothar and make an actual unified ideal of what a Gothar is, we may never be recognized. We live in a really weird society here in the modern world where everything needs to be on paper and set to a specific practice or it's not real. I don't know what to say. I mean, even D&D is set to a specific practice anymore. Otherwise, you're not playing D&D, you're playing something else. And it's just, even games are that way anymore. So something as important as a religious ideal needs to begin to be, you know, unified in the sense that we have to show that we understand the basics of what our own religion is, able to teach people those basics, and able to take those basics and send them in the world to teach other people and then get more, I don't want to say open, but a little more poignant into what our specific path is. And when I say that, I mean like, you may train to be a Gothar, and then once you get that basics down, you may say to yourself, oh, you know, I, I don't really feel Gothar is for me. I'd like to be a Cedar, or I'd like to be a Rune Master, or I'd like to be a Triton. You know, and then you focus on those things and you move into those positions. And we need to start unifying the positions within the actual church itself. I don't want to say church, pardon me, in the Hoff itself, pardon me. In the sense that we have in a church deacons, and we have the pastor, and we have the assistant pastor, we have the youth leader, and we have everything else when we look at a church. And I keep using the church as an example, but only because that is what's recognized here as a specific religion. That's how they see religion being represented. Now we can change that later, but the basics need to still be there for today. Modern heathenry is not an easy thing. There's no way that we could just look back and say, oh, you know, being a heathen, heathen in the modern times is a lot easier than being a heathen in the old days. And I think it's quite the opposite. I think being a heathen in the old days is a lot easier than being a heathen today. Yeah, there was more trials, there was more hardships, there was less understanding, but it was also accepted, understood, and people, when you said what you were, they just let you be. Today, when you say you're a heathen, well, why, you know, why do you want to be a heathen, and why do you want to be this, and why do you want to be that? I saw a great meme the other day that said, oh, why do you worship that God? He's not real. And the man questioned, well, what do you mean he's not real? Well, you know, prove to me he's real. And the man basically looked back at him and said, well, if you show me how you prove that Jesus Christ is real, I'll do the same thing for my gods. And in reality, without making fun of the Christians, which I'll, I'll never do, that's their faith and that's their practices and that's what they believe in, 
you know, I understand where that's coming from in the sense that if you could prove that my gods are unreal, but you have proof that yours is real, what's the difference? I mean, have you seen your god? I've meditated and seen my gods, and if you've meditated and seen your gods, what makes yours any truer than mine? That's the question I ask. So with that said, we have to understand that as heathens, you know, as we're sharing this heathen ideal with our friends, letting people know who we are, what we are, what we believe in, and as heathenry becomes more popular, not because it's something new and exciting to but because it feels right. It feels like home. It feels proper. You, you have the sense of knowing where you are in heathenry, and this is what people are looking for. But the problem is the people that they go to then as the ecclesiastical leaders are not trained as ecclesiastical leaders. And there's things that you deal with as a Gothi or a Gothar that you need to be trained for. Um, crisis situations and families, um, understanding how to motivate people and move them to do things and you know, things of that nature that you need to understand that aren't taught just by doing or making a mistake. I mean, if you make a mistake in a crisis situation, you could literally lose someone and be liable for that. We need to understand that trained Gothar are very important. Number one, if you move from one place to another and you have a trained Gothar in both places, you know you're going to get basically the same concept at both places. You know, people that move never think twice about going to a church. Yes, they have to find a church that fits them, but they can walk into any church and basically it fits them because the basis is there. That's what we have to look at. That's what we have to portray. So in working on this program, I'm almost considering writing a book about it and writing a book to train Gothar and so on and so forth. But we have so many organizations today that we can go to and get a certificate saying that we're Gothar after paying a fee and taking a small little class. It almost negates kind of like what it is to be a Gothar. It's kind of like going on to the internet and getting ordained over the internet and you're not even a Christian or whatever, but you're doing it to marry somebody. Those things are okay if you're just doing that. But if you're more serious about it, it's not okay. Sorry, I'm drinking. It's really hot. So what I mean by that is this. is like just because you're ordained over the internet doesn't give you the right to go and, you know, talk somebody down from a building because you may make a mistake because you haven't had the training to do that you know or deal with families or women in crisis and things like that you need specific training for that and just because you get a paper on the internet that says you're a reverend doesn't mean you have that training in the same token it means that you're on the right path and it means you have a willingness and a want to help people and i know there's a lot of people out there that can help people that don't have degrees don't get me wrong when i say this but what i'm saying is to be recognized by the masses as a blank. Most people have a piece of paper hanging on their wall from a place that everybody understands, trains people to do the thing 
that they're doing. And in that comes stability, and in that comes knowledge, and in that comes faith, and people gravitate toward that. We as modern heathens consistently fight amongst each other as to what is real, what's right, what's wrong, what's supposed to be. One of the greatest arguments I hear all the time is the idea of when you die, where you go. We all know everybody doesn't go to Valhalla, but for the basic person just joining heathenry, that's what they know. Now, if that person becomes a Gothar and never does any studying because they can get online and just do a basic, you know, whatever, what good is that? Because they're going to be telling everybody you're going to be going to Valhalla. There's Folkvanger, there's Hell, and there's a couple other places that you can go to. Places you don't want to go to, obviously, as Folkvanger is. But you got to understand that we know because we study. Those people that don't study don't know, so we have to understand that we need to build a basis and a basic ideal of what our religion is, what our path is supposed to be, and then let them become more focused later. There are people that, you know, have specific gods they venerate and so on and so forth, and there's a good plethora of gods, but those gods are not all meant to be singular. They're meant to be unified. They're a family. So we have to look at that just like anything else. We are meant to be unified in our religion as a family, not just as a singular bunch of people worshiping our own way. We have to build a rapport and an understanding with the public of what we are, who we are, and what we do. Otherwise, people are going to con continue to think that we do things we're not doing. So with that said... That is my podcast today. Modern heathenry deserves a small amount of unification. A large amount of trained people who know what they're doing. And a great amount of those people wanting to learn to do it. We already have the majority of everything we need. We just need that unification and that one place to go to to get that piece of paper. For everybody to understand we are what we say we are. We are the person and trained in the thing that we are talking about that we do. And with that said, I'm not saying that there's go there out there that are totally untrained and everything else. I don't mean it that way. What I mean is, how do I want to say this right? What I mean is this, is that those people that do know what they're doing should be training others to do it and have the ability to give licenses to those people I'm just talking like a lay license, not an actual license, but an idea of them knowing what they're doing because they're within training with these people. They're learning from these people. They're becoming the Gothar they're supposed to become through the training from a Gothar who went through the training. I know it sounds really weird. I know it sounds really crazy because it's something new, but I believe that the future of heathenry lays in specifically the idea that we need to have a unified front to people, a unified vision um, for people to see, because without it, I don't think we're gonna get the flocks like we need. We need to build hoffs, we need to build 
places where people can come and do their worshiping daily, where they can sit and meditate and be amongst the carvings of the gods and the things that they think that they need to follow their path. Um, we all need to meditate, but we don't have the time to do that, nor do we all have places to do that. And having a place for people to do that would be something great. And having a place for people to get together and have a bloat would be great. To have a prayer of the day for the God of the day. To have a place to bring your laments and problems amongst the gods and leave them there and to venerate those gods while they are to bring them gifts and so on and so forth. These are all things we need as heathens that we're supposed to be doing at home and as well other places, but we don't have them because we live in America and unfortunately nobody's done this before. So with that said, my podcast is simple today. The need for us to unify is more evident daily. I get emails consistently on people looking for people in the area that are trained. And I don't know what they mean by trained other than have an understanding of what being a Godi is. So I try really hard to send them off on their way with information they can. But I'm not in Texas. I'm not in California. And I'm not in the state of Washington. I'm in Alabama. If you were my kindred, I know you'd be getting some information from me consistently because I talk to my kindred quite a bit. So I don't know what to say to these people all the time. And I just hope that I steer them in the right direction with people that I know that are in those areas. So with that said, I'm going to sign off. Um, I'm going to have, as usual, my um, promos here for different businesses. So please make sure you check them out. And when you get a chance, if you get a chance, email me or get on the email me at modernheathenman at gmail.com or get on my Facebook group or page and it's Modern Heathen Man. And I hope to hear from you guys soon. Thanks and have a great day. Bye-bye. Everyone, Joe here with Modern Heathen Man. I want to tell you guys about something really cool. I wanted to buy my wife something really nice. And one of the things I wanted to do was buy directly from a heathen shop or a heathen artisan. So I wanted to buy her something that she could use, that she would enjoy, something that she could relax with and really get into. And I found this great place called Red's Nightmare Bath Bombs. They're on Facebook under Red's Nightmare Bath Bombs. And they have a wonderful assortment of different bath bombs and different shapes and colors, from stars to hearts to ghosts to even little skeletons that my wife really likes. One of the best things they have is a bunch of different smells. They have a lemon or a lemonade, rose, sandalwood, lavender, peppermint, sweet orange, creamy nutmeg, coconut, green apple, Belize, which is they call dark beach, which is really good, blackberry amber, sweet honeysuckle, pineapple, and many, many more, not to mention an assortment of colors. So if you'd like to get some bath bombs, go ahead and check them out at Red's Nightmare Bath Bombs, or you can actually go ahead and email her at redsnightmare29 at gmail.com, R-E-D-S-N-I-G-H-T-M-A-R-E 29 at gmail.com. 
So go ahead and check them out. Thanks, guys, and have a great day. Hey, everyone. Joe here from the Modern Heathen Man. I was looking for some new stuff for my beard, and I was looking around, and I wanted something my wife would like as well. I was looking for a good product that didn't leave my beard feeling greasy, that nourished it and kept it moist, and had a good scent to it as well. Um, so in discussing with my wife, we tried a few different things, and I found this wonderful heathen place called Beast Curiosities. Now, they don't just offer beard oil. They have quite a few different products available through them. Um, you definitely want to go ahead and check them out at BeastCuriosities.com. But I specifically tried the beard oil. Um, I tried Hell's Respite. I tried Tears Loyalty. And I tried, give me one second, Yord's Wilderness. All of these were really great beard oils. They all had wonderful scents that lasted a long time and would stay with me throughout the whole day. They nourished my beard and kept it good. And they also made it that it felt nice and was good to smell. And other people around me liked it quite a bit. So when you actually get in their oils, they tried really hard to produce an oil that does what it says it's going to do while nourishing your beard as well. They tried a few products till so they got the great one together and they call it their magical beard oil. I will tell you, it is magical. It smells great. Even after going to the pool with my wife for about three hours, my beard still smelled great and felt great. So with that said, I'm going to tell you to go ahead and check them out. Again, they're not only beard oil, but Beast Curiosity is a place you want to go. BeastCuriosities.com. You can also email him and check out his products at Beast at beastcuriosities.com. They have a Twitter account at BS Curiosities, and you can also find them on Facebook at facebook.com slash beastcuriosities. You definitely want to go out and get some of this if you have a beard. It is a wonderful product, something great to use. My wife and her friends all love this product quite a bit. So go ahead and get it if you get a chance, guys. It's a wonderful product. Thank you, guys, and have a great day. Hey guys, Joe here from the Modern Heathen Man. How are you guys tonight? I hope I'm meeting you well. Anyway, I wanted to tell you guys, while I'm out traveling, it's not always feasible to carry my whole big altar box with me. So sometimes I like a little something in my pocket. And I found a great place to get that from. That's Odin's Beard Woodworking. Great little place out there. It makes small little pocket altars for you with candles and gods and everything in them, little sayings and such. Wonderful work that this man does. Cars everything by hand. He has a couple things going on here. He has little pocket altars that I'm talking about for $25. He has small DD poles of 5 to 6 inches for $40. 7 to 8 inches for $45. 9 to 10 for $50. And 11 to 12 for $60. He has 26 different deities to choose from and more coming every day. Your choices right now are Odin, Thor, Tyr, Loki, Freyr, Balder, Bragi, Hamdal, Njord, Fenrir, Ullr, Vidar, Hermod, Hel, Freya, Ostri, Skadi, Sif, Er, Frigg, Var, Thrud, Idun, Sigun, Ran, and Jord. That's a lot of different gods to choose from. So you can meet anybody's needs. Tell him what you want. You can go ahead and find him at www.odinsbeardwoodworking.com. 
Tom. He also has a Facebook page, and I know he does some stuff live every once in a while that you can actually watch him carve those things. Anyway, give him a good uh, look-see there and see if he has something that you can use. I guarantee his little pocket ultras will come in handy for you. So anyway, thanks guys. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Hey guys, this is Joe at Modern Heathen Man. How are you all today? Hoping you're having a good and uh, great day. Anyway, I wanted to tell you guys about this YouTube channel that I found called Midgard Musings. It's by a man named Jesse and it is incredible. He has new videos uploaded on the channel every Sunday night and he has a live Facebook stream every Sunday at 7 p.m. Um, Central Standard Time. Midgard Musings' goal is to help build heathen communities around the world with educational content and laid-back fun manner. He values the historical aspect of this path and uses it to help us grow and develop as heathens in modern times. So if you've been a heathen for a while or just brand new to it, definitely check it out. It's something worthwhile. If you'd like to support Midgard Musings by subscribing to youtube.com forward slash Midgard Musings, following on Facebook and purchasing merchandise from the Teespring and Redbubble stores. Redbubble, say that three times. All of which can be found on the YouTube channel video description. Midgard Musing also offers handmade driftwood rune sets for sale, and the purchase of these items help support the channel. Just to touch base on that a little bit, I actually own one of those rune sets. They are incredibly nice, good feel, wonderful stuff, good power within them. I'm telling you, worthwhile checking out. So please head on over to Midgard Musings, like and subscribe to the channel, and follow on Facebook and on YouTube at facebook.com slash midgardmusings and youtube.com slash midgardmusings. M-I-D-G-A-R-D-M-U-S-I-N-G-S. We'll find you that Midgard Musings. Thanks, guys, and have a great day.